It's the mm. throne. We sitting up in here. My name is King Charles. I'm Red January. I'm Mrs. Natalie Wilbo. Uh, I think Carla Delaney. And I'm Tanisha Horton. They act like they didn't want to talk in there. I'm going to get their ass up in here talking in a minute, though, because I'm going to stir it up in here, you know. We're broadcasting live all over the world, y'all, all over the world. And we're right on top of Fishbowl Radio Network right here, the biggest, the nicest, the flyest in, in, the, in the nation, you know. If you ever, I just want to shoot this out here. If you ever want to get your podcast or whatever, get on the radio or come over and do voiceover, get your tracks made and everything. That voiceover game is live. It makes a, they make a lot of money doing voiceovers, y'all. Y'all better get in that game. Mm-hmm. Contact us right here at Fishbowl Radio Network. You can actually have your own show. You'll get the training and everything that you need. Now that I got that out the way, I just want to give a good shout out to everybody that's still above ground today. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the studio today. I'm in the studio with four beautiful black African American women. I'm having a proud ass moment. Okay, okay. Baby, I'm having a proud ass moment. But you gonna warm us up? Yeah, yeah. Drop your ass off. So. I just want to open up the show today, you know what I'm saying? I always tell my co-hosts, you know what I'm saying, they can, they can come loaded, they, their guns can come loaded, you know, and bring anything to the table. But today I want to go ahead and start off with um, Anquella Robinson, you know what I'm saying, the whole deal that happened to her and um, what has now developed is some things that, you know, um, it's my first, you know what I'm saying, first of all, what they're actually, the Mexican authorities are actually mm-hmm. trying to find them and charge them with is um, femi- fem- feminism. Mm-hmm. And it's a crime that's against women for being the a gender woman. of a uh-huh. woman. Whoa. But there's some talk, you know what I'm saying, that I've been hearing. It's not public yet and anything like that. But there's also some talk about the people that she went out there with and the ones that we viewed on small clips and the information that we got as women, mm. they're not. Mm. I didn't say it was written yet, mm. but if you look at feminism and what, it, it, fem, fe, what is it? Femininity? Fem, no. Feminism. Uh, feminism. Feminism. Uh-huh. For what it is, you know what I'm saying, my mind, I don't know about nobody else's mind, my mind say, why would you hate a woman? Especially if you're a man. Why would you hate a woman? Only if you are trying to be a woman? Right. Okay. I don't know. I just want to put that out there. How y'all feel? Natalie, how you feel about this whole thing with her? I I'm not sure. You threw something in there. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, like, I don't know about that part. I'm like, what? Well, I don't know what's happening <laughs> here. I'm not. I mean, I just think it's, it's tragic. You know, from the tidbits of information that I have, just going on a trip with who you think is your friends yeah. and mm-hmm. not making it home. Y'all know that's a, you know, I have a situation of a kid, you know, not making yeah. it home to the mama. So that's dear to my heart. So I just like anybody that doesn't make it home to their mama, especially in a situation like that, is just tragic. But I don't, I don't know all the ins and outs of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Feminism. Not, I mean, I, I heard that they were considering this case, you know, specific, you know. I guess maybe but that's the Mexican authority because yeah. it's big mm-hmm. in Mexico. Right. But I, I, this mm-hmm. other stuff that you're talking about, who's a, fem, a feminine, I don't know nothing about what's going Last on Last I saw, <laughs> I they, they arrested one of the, well, her her friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that was the one. And they the charged her, her, yeah, her, yeah, hitting her. The one that was her. fighting right. her, yeah. but... That's where I'm going with it. It's just such a strong spirit of jealousy. Right. You know, that this young... Uh, you feel like that was at the center of it? The, the, this young transgender guy 
who wanted so you know passionately to be a woman and not just a woman but her as well so he was so angry and so hateful and envious of her that he felt like maybe if I took let me not be suspicious not not mm -hmm. not uh you know insinuate anything but the strong spirit of envy and hatefulness mm -hmm. you know is what I kind of picked from that whole thing. Now, we Red just said that, you know, somebody's been arrested in the case. Is the person that has been arrested uh, a, a man or a woman? Now, see, I, I, I don't, because, you know, you can't really tell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. All I know is the girl went out the country on a girl's trip or friend's trip mm -hmm. with some people that she obviously trusted, and she got killed. She got in a fight, everybody was pulling out phones, and they watched the fight go down, and that girl lost her life in that fight, and nobody did anything about it. Mm -hmm. And so, my takeaway from all of this is, you can't trust people. Mm -hmm. And this ain't the time for, for going out the country anyway. You better sit your ass down somewhere <laughs> and get grounded, because we're about to go into a damn another recession, which I want to... Uh, up for the ground and go travel and all that, you better be saving your damn coin. <laughs> this is what, first of all. But second of all, know, know your people. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? You you got to know who you're dealing with. How did you make it out of the country and you didn't know these people wasn't really your friends? Mm -hmm. oh. Apparently, you didn't know that y'all didn't have beef? Yeah. Apparently yeah. the person that was it recording no was supposed to be her best, her best friend. friend. That's like, what I'm saying. Family. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. I mean, but there's I, no beef. That's the thing. She probably see. went out of the country thinking there was no beef. Mm -hmm. It's hard to tell when somebody is jealous and envious you of you. Right. And it's hard to distinguish whether that person who's envious. But it's a whole group of people and they all stood by and watch you have got to feel that energy I know when I'm with a group of people who's cutting for me or not mm -hmm. I can tell by the energy if y'all mean girls if y'all really my friends mm -hmm. and if I choose to go out with the mean girls I'm going out under the guise and knowing that I better have my own back I'm not gonna go out in no 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 country unless you know what I'm saying like we, we ain't even friends we yeah. family so we don't cross it see it's a threshold you know what I'm saying but that you know, why, like that that, like, that. Like, like Red, let me give you Red, because I want you to get in there. I'm going to give you Red for an example. Mm -hmm. Red, to me, is my family. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I watch. She said, come on, go to uh, 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 England with me, King. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Let's go. Woman, no question. You know what I'm saying? Because I know she has my best interest at hand, mm -hmm. and I have her best interest at hand. Mm -hmm. That's different, but just just roll out with just... It, it, but see, I think that's the problem. I think she had that one person, at least, right. and then some other people that maybe uh, she might okay. think. And that's, like, and that's becoming a trend now. I mean, you you can vacation with anyone. You don't necessarily have to have known them all your life, or they right. family or friends. If they have s different social groups that travel together, um, they name them, you know, specific names, and they just travel together. And when they get back home, they go their separate ways until the next trip comes along. So What's I don't take know. What's your take on the situation <clears throat> in general? I mean, I think again, it's very tragic and unfortunate. I think you know, I'm with Maya in terms of. Um, you should know the people that you that you are centered around. You should feel a vibe. You should feel their energy. Um, and I think some red flags were ignored. I think there there had to have been some red flags. And we all want to see the best in people. We all feel as though you know until someone crosses me, they're an okay person. Right. 
Um, but sometimes people are just waiting for the right opportunity. And when you don't necessarily, you go out of the country and you don't necessarily know the politics there and, you know, government there and how the police works necessarily, you think, hell, this might be my opportunity to get this off and have no repercussions because we ain't in the U.S. And that just comes from a place of ignorance. But I believe that they, the perpetrator, thought that there would not be consequence. Mm -hmm. I and I so think too. that they looked for the right opportunity, and when it came, they acted on it. Mm -hmm. I bet you they asked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I, I was actually having a conversation with my daughter um, the other night, and, uh, and she was telling me um, how cause she's, um, she has a, um, a master's degree, and uh, she's still in school. She's going to get her PhD, mm -hmm. but she works full time. And I got a teenage grandson, mm -hmm. so that's a lot. And she's a Ooh. single parent, mm -hmm. yeah. So she she, she grinding, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, I was asking her. I say I say when 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 you get some you time, mm -hmm. she said, I, I I she said I never do. I actually know. I said well, this is what I want you to do. What, 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 where's your calendar all the way up to? And she said, well, it's up to February. February I haven't filled in yet. Schedule you in some you time. Mm -hmm. Just like you scheduling everything Absolutely. else, schedule you in there. You know what I'm saying? You have to. I said maybe you know what I'm saying. Something I've thought about doing is taking a trip, just mm -hmm. solo, nobody with me, just take a trip. You mm -hmm. know? And she said um, that might not be safe right now. And <laughs> then we got into the conversation. I brought this up because of this, because mm -hmm. she analytically told me. She said everywhere I go, I, I look at the government, the police, you know, I look at the histories and stuff like that. She said I do not step nowhere that I don't know everything. Matter of fact, I need to know if they black friendly because I'm black. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So therefore, and I'm I'm a black woman. Let me see if they black woman friendly. Yeah. So mm -hmm. she looks at those things before she steps foot in the one, to caveat off of what you said, it's actually recommended that whenever you travel outside the country, you need to go to the U.S. Embassy and let them know that you're in that country. That should just like be that. off the rip a rule of thumb. As soon as I get into any foreign country, I'm going to go to the U.S. Embassy and let them know that I'm in this country because you just never know. And I had sent out this, um, <clears throat> this video on Instagram about a young woman that was in Europe. They don't know what part of Europe, but they're thinking she was in Italy. And she was attacked by um, an Italian guy or someone, you know, of that descent. And, yes, he and he thought her. he was going to whoop that ass. Whoop. However, <laughs> when I tell you she tore him up, I had to send it out because she yeah. tore him up. But just the plot twist. Right. But everyone does not have those same capabilities because I'm going to tell you, if, if somebody jumped on me, I, it's, I'm, I'm done for it. <laughs> done for it. Fight. I'm done for it. Call I ain't fighting. <laughs> you brought up something, Carla. You know what I'm saying that I want to kind of swing back on is that MVP. You know, um, yeah. is is um, what are we seeing? You know, as far as you know, uh, is it a something that's always been around? And I know all Indy's been around, but has it been so prevalent? You know, and today, you know, what I'm saying with our people, our tribe, you know, that envy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and now since the transgender community, mm -hmm. you know, they're You better be careful. I they're going to shut the show absolutely. down. <laughs> absolutely. But, you know, I've seen that strong passion of mm -hmm. envy against women because it's who they desire to be. Mm -hmm. You know, I've just seen it in some. I'm not saying that all of them are, but... You know, some have that very strong passion to, you know, passion to be a woman, and they're very envious. 
Mm -hmm. Wow. Because they can't be it all the way. But you know, I I honestly feel like that goes both ways Mm -hmm. with um, the the women that want to be men. Because, I mean, just throughout time, we've seen aggression towards men from women that, you know, portray themselves as a man. I mean, to the point of of murder. Um, And then you find find that um, they tend to be the most, if there is, you know, domestic violence within the relationship, it's, it's usually from the woman. A lot of people don't believe that. You just dropped something right there. You know what I'm saying? You, that, mm-hmm. was, she, was she just saying? Yeah. Did you guys know that? That, the, that the, women, tend, women to tend to be have a higher rate of domestic violence statistically, than, statistically yeah. than men? Mm-hmm. Against men. <laughs> what you guys say about that, Nat? A, a woman that is in a... a, a She's uh, talking about something different than what you're talking about. Homosexual? Homosexual oh, relationship. Homosexual. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh. Tends to be the, most, the, more masculine. the more masculine one and, and typically is the aggressor oh. in the domestic violence. Yeah. I had a cousin um, so they beat that, that, that was in a little love triangle when, when we were kids. I was about 18, 19 years old and he was dating this girl and she had been in a relationship with mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. And this woman wasn't just not fixing to see this girl be with this man, my cousin. Mm-hmm. And she kicked the door into the apartment, guns ablaze, and then she So it was two him. women together and they broke up. Yes. And then the, the one girl, woman the girl went and she dated was in a, man. a relationship with a man, my oh. cousin. Yes. And the ex girlfriend, who was a stud, mm-hmm. came and kicked in the door. Mm-hmm. She shot the girl, the ex girlfriend shot her up like four times. And she killed my cousin. This girl was maybe five foot, if she was even five foot. My cousin mm-hmm. was six foot four, 230 pounds. But when I tell you. And she shot him you, down. When you talk about the warning signs. And the red flags. There were no warning signs and red flags in this situation. Mm-hmm. We um, had no idea that one, she was capable. That two, she had that, that level of, of malice in her heart. Right. Mm-hmm. And that she would act on it. Was she abusive in the relationship, though? We didn't with, know with her to girl, that extent. Yeah, we didn't know. I'm just oh, saying just that typically know. when you see those types of situations. Mm-hmm. We had like few that. encounters with her, but when we did have encounters with her, mm-hmm. that's I, I would have never thought that she would be capable of something like that or that she, because it wasn't as though um, she was threatened. It wasn't as though because although he was, what, 276, Two, four, six, four. Big. He was a gentle man. giant. He was a gentle giant. So that well, that, you know, it doesn't really matter yeah. how, how you know, in in in, in, in uh, rest in heaven. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I just want to say this. You know, it don't matter how big or whatever, even strong you mm-hmm. is. That hot ass lead is, is Listen, a beast. You saying you know it right saying? there? I felt it. You know what I'm saying? So hot mm-hmm. ass lead. You know, it, it make you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, mm. Yeah. But but I, but I say I mean I have I have a 17 year old and we are have been having a lot of conversations about how to be a good friend mm-hmm. and what it is to be a good friend or a genuine friend mm-hmm. um, because she's just starting to make those friend connections and she's finding herself falling in and out of friendship mm-hmm. with her so called friend group mm-hmm. and I think that you know as as we as we mature and go through life a lot of us never truly learn 
what a what a friend is, right. let alone how to be a good friend. So let me how ask do you, you that find right there? Let me ask you something. You know, and mm -hmm. um, this is for um, because we're sitting here and. I, I, I speak for all of us that you know we do this because we enjoy doing this mm -hmm. but the real gift is the information that we share you know what I'm saying that people can listen in and say oh wow I never thought about that let me mm -hmm. take a look at me on that you know how do you what are the components of a good friend how do you become yeah. a good friend so I actually just had the conversation as I was getting off the uh, off the plane yesterday with my daughter and what I told her that friendship starts with self. Friendship starts with self. If you cannot be a good friend to yourself, how do you expect to befriend others or to show yourself friendly? Okay, so a friend to and, yourself. And being a friend to yourself is one, telling yourself the truth about yourself. Mm. We lie to ourselves. We're, we're, we're in denial about who we truly are. And we fake in front about who we are depending on the room that we enter in mm -hmm. so knowing yourself and being true to yourself and being your authentic self and then it's about the decisions that you make pertaining to yourself whether it is you giving away all of your time to everybody else and never having enough time for yourself right, right. you always running to do something for somebody else but just your affairs aren't in order right, right. so you're giving more to others mm -hmm. that's that's not being a good friend of yourself that's not loving yourself so how do you expect, one thing that I often say to my mentees, if I have nothing, I can give nothing. Right. If I have nothing, I can give nothing. That means education. That means resources. That means monetary needs. That could be anything. That, that's knowledge. If I don't have anything to offer, you know, how can I better someone else? How can, how can anyone benefit from me? So it's about doing the necessary work to put yourself in a position so that you can be a vessel to be used, you know, because that's really what we're here for, Right. to interact, engage with one another, to build from one another. But um, I think that a lot of people just choose not to, to agree or believe or practice it. Mm -hmm. It's too much like work. That self-work. Yeah. And if you don't do that shadow work, then you're missing out on so many dimensions of life. Absolutely. Because if you don't understand the way you tick and, and what it takes to live your life and how to evolve yourself and, and how to mature and how to grow within your own right, then you're missing out on different spaces mm -hmm. in the earth realm, different um, areas, different sectors of life because you you can't even relate because mm -hmm. you, you're not working on you you're not learning you're not growing you ain't reading with your slow ass you just sitting there watching tv mm -hmm. and looking at social media and not um developing your mentality mm -hmm. um people are not um intelligent and they don't seek knowledge they just go mm -hmm. day to day and just do whatever you know just the basic things to live and they miss out on how vast the world is but you have to have a certain level of knowledge to even be interested in some of the things that the world has to offer Absolutely. so if you're not cultured and you're not exposing yourself mm -hmm. to things that 
are outside of your comfort zone, you're never going to know what the world has to offer. So now your conversation is limited. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't read, so your, your vocabulary is limited. So now you're limiting your reach within the world. You can only communicate with the people who know as little as you do. Absolutely. Slow ass. Mm -hmm. So it kind of reminds me of the <laughs> concept real. of um, Pavlo, Pavlo's um, hierarchy of needs. Um, at the peak, of the hierarchy is self-actualization. Yes. But most of us, on, we, we barely get past just the necessities of life. Lights, water, gas, I got a job, I might have graduated high school. I mean, the bare bones minimum, the basic essentials that you need just for survival. Many of us don't move past that. But, 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 you know, I want to get your intake on the friendship thing, there, you know what I'm saying, counselor, and uh, and I want to circle back on something, and um, what I want to circle back on is what I call, uh, um, what is called masculine violence, you mm. know what I'm saying, because it's tying into this conversation, but I, I want to kind of get your intake And I want to touch that. a little bit on, on all of it, so th th all of this stuff is, is a mental health issue, mm -hmm. right, so under mental health we have mental wellness and mental illness. And in our country, unfortunately, sometimes we tend to mental illness because it's problematic, right? But we are reactive, we're not proactive, so we mm -hmm. rarely tend to mental wellness. And so what, what Red, what you're talking about, what everybody's talking about, about learning how to be a good friend, about this issue of um, masculine <coughs> aggression, is that what you call mm -hmm. it? Masculine aggression, right? Mas masculine violence. But masculine violence, these things are rooted in learning about, you said, if you don't expose yourself, but this stuff starts in childhood. Mm -hmm. Children At have home. a hard time exposing mm -hmm. themselves, and so they're, they sponge up what they see. And so if they're not exposed mm -hmm. to healthy friendships, when you think about it, you don't really see, unless you have siblings, you don't really see friendship in the home. You see family ship, you see mm -hmm. romantic ship, but you don't see friendship in the home. And so you're you go out and you make friends in kindergarten or pre-K or you wherever you start and you start wing, winging it from there and mm -hmm. then there's no instruction. Mm -hmm. There's there or there's limited there's little instruction, there's limited instruction. So in school because we are reactive, keep your hands and feet to yourself, mm -hmm. you know, no name calling but not be accountable, be honest, have dignity with your friends. We're, they don't teach mm -hmm. you that kind of stuff now. Well, they didn't teach in my elementary school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to develop your character. Right. right. So, the, yeah. so all of this, whether all of this stuff, even what happened, you know, with the young lady and the, 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 the murder, uh, I think we call it a murder at this mm -hmm. point, um, in Mexico, it's an issue of mental health that has not been tapped into, not I being guess. tapped into. But mm -hmm. if, And if we don't start preventatively early on in childhood, we're going to continue to have these issues. Friendships gone wrong, envy of Sex going to get worse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you got to be part. happy with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, that's where most of that stemmed from. Somebody somewhere was very insecure in who they were, mm -hmm. and they felt like they had to be jealous or compete with somebody else. So how, how is it that we can teach our children? I know you talked about teaching them to be a great friend, but how about teaching them how to be confident and comfortable in themselves mm -hmm. so that they don't carry envy, jealousy, mm -hmm. and yeah. insecurity into school and growing up as adults? These are adults. Now you're getting you know, real deep. Yes, like 
they carry this insecurity into adulthood mm -hmm. and prompting situations like this where you're taking another person's life because you are passionately jealous yes. of them. Mm -hmm. And you're saying, you're using a nice wow. word, you're saying insecurity, but really it's mental illness. You, mm -hmm. have, mental, you have to be mentally ill to pretend to be someone's friend that you are envious of, get them mm -hmm. out on a trip in another country and then murder them and then come home to the country mm -hmm. and pretend like, oh Nothing no, she was drunk, she just got too drunk. But, you know, but let me say this right quick and I'll, I'll get you in there. You know, what I'm starting to, um, I think we, we, we're, we're um, getting affected by the ripples. And when I say the ripples, it's like you throw a, a pebble in the pond and everything, you know, you have a ripple effect, right? Mm -hmm. You know. Just like Dr. Guy said on a show a couple of weeks ago, you know, we weren't taught to read and we were forbidden to read and, mm -hmm. and share. So we were kind of like late in that, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So is this today different things, different subjects, Absolutely. different traumas, different mental illnesses, different areas of mental health or whatever the case may be, envy and all of that, mm -hmm. is that a direct result of lack of information because what, what made that come to my mind is when you said you know what I'm saying then the family you see family ship you see romantic ship mm -hmm. but you don't see no friendship right. so you have to go outside and just pretty much wing it mm -hmm. okay why didn't that child go outside <laughs> with the information to be a friend at that time mm -hmm. because I know as a parent if I were in that situation, was I was I neglected that situation? But if I were in that situation, I would make sure that my seed is equipped because I'm gonna stay in my seed's ear about mm -hmm. stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? You you, yeah. you you make any friends today? Yeah, I made a friend. Bob's my friend. Do you know how to be a friend? What you talking about? Mm -hmm. Let me well, explain well, it Red, to you. Red said it I was too. Just most say people, that. especially historically, we're changing now because we're getting access to information. Right. But Correct. most people just make it through the day. Yeah. Right? Parents don't have yeah. time to talk to you about yeah. being a good mm -hmm. friend or not because we got bills to pay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then were they taught that? Right. No. And then right, where did they right. get the information from? Table? Like there, you have to make. As a parent, I've learned mm -hmm. um, that you have to make a conscious effort, a conscious decision mm -hmm. to really break that cycle. You have to decide that I want to start my own traditions in my family. Mm -hmm. This is the direction I want to go with my family. And sometimes you have to put space distance between the old guard if you are looking to turn the way things happen within your family unit mm -hmm. because you can't have that influence. You can't be um, allow yourself to be manipulated by your family telling you, oh, we don't do it that way. That's not the way you raise your kids. Let me show you how, because I know better. Mm -hmm. I had to leave that comfort zone and go far yes. away from what I knew yes. and my support system so that I could raise my family the way that I felt was best for Correct. us. Yes. So I sit my kids down at the table with me when mm -hmm. I'm balancing my checkbook. They know how much I make. They know what, what comes into the house. They know how much the rent is. They know what the bills look like. They know what it takes to live. How else do you expect a child, an adolescent, to grow up mm -hmm. and be competent enough for you to trust them to go out into the world when you send yeah. them off to college and be able to manage life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can't if you're faking and 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 Surviving. shaking with your kids and, and showing them all the, the good things. You know, you killing yourself to make life look good for them so they're comfortable because you wanted to give them what you didn't have. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you're not 
giving them the game. You're mm -hmm. not showing them how to hustle. You're not showing them how to rob Peter to pay Paul if you get in that situation. You're not showing them what it means to be financially literate because you're too busy trying to make them feel like everything is okay so that they can be comfortable in their little bubble. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, you're raising incompetent, unintelligent human beings. And we wonder why the world looks the way it freaking looks. Yeah. I want to thank everybody for watching The Throne and tuned in all over the world listening to The Throne. Well, right now, we're going to take a small break, you know what I'm saying, and listen to our family of sponsors, and we'll be right back. Everything at Lake Country Assisted Living centers around the kind of care that comes from the heart. At our residence, caring is what makes the difference. Caring enough to provide a setting that allows aging in place. A home that can become your hospice and an environment that knows how to care for the special needs of those with a variety of illness or dementia. Located at 7505 Lockwood Court, Fort Worth, Texas. Hi, I'm Cindy Washington, Operational Director for Lake Country Assisted Living. We know the most important part is to provide quality care for your loved one and a peace of mind for their family. If you're interested in a tour, please give me a call at 972-916-8910. Call us at 972-916-8910 or visit our website at LakeCountryAssistedLiving.com. Care is the heart of our home. Genesis Preferred Solutions, the experts in business certification for your minority-owned, woman-owned, or veteran-owned business. Truck driver owner operators, construction and all trades contractors, professional service providers, CPAs, educators, consultants, authors, speakers, and wholesalers. Get certified today. Getting your business certified through Genesis Preferred Solutions positions you to bid on contracts from the government, school districts, and colleges, especially HBCUs. Being certified also allows your business to work with large corporations as your very own clients. Contact Genesis Preferred Solutions for your chance to win $1,000 and even million-dollar contracts. GenesisPreferred.com or 800-718-2425. That's GenesisPreferred.com or 800-718-2425. Genesis Preferred Solutions. We're back on the throne. I'm King Charles, and I just want to bring up something right now. I'm um, navigating through life, and I'm realizing something that um, I've, I've done a lot of work for the last past nine years on myself to be a better me. And um, I, I'm uh, grateful, grateful for the um, evidence that I see in that process. Um, but it's kind of uh, exhausting because who I have thrived to be and, and, and changed to be and um, the qualities that come along with it, it doesn't seem that that is what society is seeking today. I say this, I say that I feel, I said feel, Natalie, I feel <laughs> that you can better communicate, better engage with the people of society today if you come in fake and you come in fraud, if you come in with bullshit and you come in with lies, mm -hmm. because that's what they feed that. on. You know what I'm saying? That's what they can accept, that's what they can receive. I'm not saying all, because you know what I'm saying? You got some knowledgeable people in the, in the game, conversationalists, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. But I'm finding out that, you know what I'm saying, that if you don't come with the bullshit to certain people, they cannot receive your conversation or mm -hmm. even your energy. Mm -hmm. They don't understand. You know what I'm saying? And I'm stuck there like, huh? Mm -hmm. 
Like, bro, I'm trying to get real with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to have this intimate conversation with another brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I ain't always been able to say no shit like that. But I'm trying to have an intimate conversation with you as a brother, you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? You're not trying to hear me. You still about that bullshit. Can you help me understand what the bullshit is? Oh. The bullshit is fast. In other words, bullshit. they more or less receive something that's fake or a lie. Mm -hmm. Something that's superficial. superficial. Maybe a dressed they up. They would rather. Let's throw something in there. A dressed up garbage can. You know what I'm saying? That garbage can flies. Mm -hmm. Gold flake and everything. Mm -hmm. Open it up and spoil and maggots and everything. That's a because we got filters and everything is, is mm -hmm. you know, Instagram. And I can be whoever I want to be and I can make you think that I'm something that I'm not. For Absolutely. instance, how do we market on social media? If you go on Instagram, Instagram is a gallery of photos. <laughs> right? And so, oh, I haven't posted in a while. I need to post something. Let me go back into my, my vault. And, and find a video or find some pictures or whatever. It, it makes it look like I'm active. It makes it look like I'm out and I'm mingling. And I might not be doing a damn thing. You know, it might, you know. Yeah, you can pull some up five years. You can be whoever you want to be. You can edit videos and make it look like you're in a place that you're not really at. And so the world today is so fake and so superficial that I think what, what King Charles is trying to say is that if you're not faking the funk, if you're not speaking that language and being superficial with them, they don't understand. If you're trying to be real with somebody, they, they can't wrap their mind around it. They can't grasp truth and honesty. Now you're now you're labeled as anti-Semitic because you're being real. or You know what I'm saying? You, it's real extreme and everybody's sensitive and getting they feelings hurt and they panties all up in their butt because uh, you said sir, but I identify as a woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if you if don't call me by my proper pronoun, then and I'm like, what the hell is a proper pronoun? I'm, I'm a girl. <laughs> and, then, and then you got to deal with the cancel culture. Yeah, it's just no. so much. You gotta you gotta fake the funk in order to be received in in this society. And she but, said, she Red said something right here, right here, just a little while ago that uh, um, brought to my attention that. The only way, you know, these the, the, uh, uh, lifestyles or wherever, you know what I'm saying, that uh, people do it, and, I, and it's not just on social media, it's literally in real life too, you know, because I, I tried to communicate with, a, with several people, you know, on a real serious level, and they just could not receive it, you know, but then again, I, I watched because, you know, I'm a very observant dude, you know, and uh, somebody else came to them with some straight bullshit, you know what I'm saying, you can view it from a mile away, and it was like, <laughs> but look, here's an analogy, you know what I'm saying? Just like coming from South Central LA, you know, I come up in gangs, right? You know, so mm -hmm. if you weren't about that life, you know, you was a square. We title you as a square. Now, later on in life, the square is cool as hell, mm -hmm. you know, because that's the same thing she was saying that they, they, they oh, all the faith, you know, people that, that that's in that in that world, they cannot relate to nobody else. Mm -hmm. they, they call them something else, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, uh, um, another name or whatever the case may be. Hold on. Well, I have I have two thoughts on this. So one, I think a lot of that depends on, and I've said this many a times. I'm gonna keep saying the the, the fishbowl that you're in, right? right? There are there are numbers of folks that are real, fake, and everything in between. And so if you find yourself trying to have conversations with young men, young women, young whomevers, and you're like, man, I'm not <laughs> whomevers. I'm not able to connect with them. I'm not able to get across. Instead of saying, oh, it's just because everybody's fake and they don't want to hear my real. We may have to understand, okay, there's there's some differences, there's some gaps there. 
Um, maybe they are fake and they're used to fake. Okay, um, but maybe they're not. Maybe it's just a different thing. And if I get to a different fishbowl, I might have a different experience over there. I don't have the experience that some people are mentioned. I, I don't talk to people that, that don't receive what I say very often or vice versa. And they, they can only stomach the fake or what I don't, I don't know those people personally very <laughs> so much because my fishbowl is not going to get out the fishbowl if that's what you got going on. So, so th then my second thought okay. on that is, so then what if, even if that is true, valid, true, what have you, then what do we do? Do, do, we, do, do we just go with the fake then and to appease them or do we do what, what everybody's been saying, like we have to break the cycle? Okay, young people, young men, young women, I'm trying to connect with you. This is what I see. It seems like you respond more so with the bullshit whatever that means, A, B, C, D. <laughs> but I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get you to the real, what my experience of the real is, and then having continuing to have those conversations, breaking down those barriers that we know are here from not even only childhood, but right. from slavery and from generations and all this stuff, and moving through that so that we don't continue that if that is the case. Mm -hmm. When we come back, you know what I'm saying? You know what? I'm not going to take a break right now. I needed to take a quick break right quick, but I'm not going to take it. Um, Go ahead, I want to get your take on this right now. So, um, I like your fishbowl concept, um, and I think it works socially. But when it comes to corporate, we can't choose necessarily what fishbowl we get placed into or whether or not we get out that fishbowl. So, I had a recent experience where I show up as my authentic self. I. I don't do the uh, the voice changing. I don't change the way I dress. I don't change the way I do my hair. None of the above. Um, and I'm glad that I'm at that point. But it took me getting to a executive leadership level that made me feel like I don't care. Hmm. I don't care. Like I don't have. You don't have to like me. You don't have to receive me. You don't have to accept me because I'm here and this is where I'm going to be, regardless of that. However, recently I went into an environment where my staff looked just like me. My boss, however, did not. And it was obvious to me that my boss was not showing up as his authentic self. Um, and he probably read the book, How to Ran Friends and Influence People a Million Times because he embodied everything in that book. And I was like, is this a script? Because I swear you read that book. Anyway, my, my staff was waiting for me to, to what they call code switch. <clears throat> they wanted me to assimilate because they had assimilated, even though they were miserable, even though they were underpaid, even though there was so many levels of inequality. They assimilated because they felt like they were, they would lose their jobs otherwise. And then I came along and empowered them in a sense because of me showing up as Tanisha every day, um, talking like sister girl every day um, and getting good responses and being heard and being invited to the table and having other people want to be on my team and, and collaborate and uh, partner with me. And they had never seen a black woman do that. And they ended up promoting themselves out of out of our department. I think you just proved the point that I was getting to of like, well, what do we do? Do we do we go ahead and, and stay fake with them or assimilate to the fakeness so that they can or do we empower them? Do we show them something different? And you were saying at first, well, maybe in, in, in corporate, I don't know if we can do that, but you did it and it worked successfully. So to me, that's what we do with this. 
whether it's in the streets, whether it's in corporate, mm-hmm. whether it's in social, <coughs> wherever it's, it's whether risky, it's in the family, it's risky yeah, for because sure. you may yeah. not be received sure. when you show up yeah. as your authentic self, and you might get thrown out on your ass and have to start over. Yeah. But you have to be willing to take that risk, and it's it's shameful mm-hmm. that we have to do that as Black women that we're just now able to wear our locks in the in the workplace and be mm-hmm. accepted um, for what's here and what instead of what's on top of there, you Absolutely. know, but. That's the world we live in, and that's what we got to do. So if you want to move past that, you have to take that risk. Carla, say, for instance, in my experience a few times, um, showing up as my true authentic self, you know, because I think that's the greatest value you have in life is to be yourself. You know, a lot of people miss that and, you know, don't even tap into that. You know, that's I, I, I never knew my capabilities are my limits until I actually tapped into who I am, Mm -hmm. you know. But in that process, you know, uh, me tapping into whom I am or people tapping into who they are, you know, uh, once they tap into that, then they become unattractive to certain people, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? What do you think about that? Become a threat. Mm. Okay, so Mm. I love reading the Bible. I like stories in the Bible. and there was this one story in particular about the Samaritan woman who mm-hmm. met Jesus at the well. He didn't fake with her. Mm-hmm. She walked away from that conversation telling the people that he told me all that I ever did. He told her straight up that she wasn't married to the man that she was with. Mm-hmm. And she had been with men previously mm-hmm. that she wasn't married because to. said, I know you all Right. Okay. <laughs> um, he yeah, also, it's all good. He you, also you know spoke. Thought. <laughs> okay. He also spoke to the religious aspect of who she was. Mm-hmm. Where she was tied up in all that she knew here. Mm-hmm. And not the real of what was going on in and through here. Mm-hmm. So even if you get the transparency from Jesus himself, okay, in your conversation, you know, with your your peers, your friends, we got to dig deep. And you've got to be willing to dig deep and let somebody bring some ugly stuff about you out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you got to be open to receive that and work on that. And it's not going to feel good. It won't even smell good. It's not even going to taste good. But don't you think that we require the pouring out in order to be filled? Poured into? Yeah. I mean, you can. It's not going to happen until you decide to show up as your Ag- authentic ex- self. That's that's the first step. That's the lick. You got you got to be real with you about you. Or how are you going to know the areas that you stand to change in? Mm-hmm. Where you need to to improve if you're not honest with yourself about who you are Mm -hmm. so many people don't do that and those people are really really missing out on a great life because how can you enjoy uh, your life to the fullest if you don't know who you are if you're not honest with yourself about the things that you like you going with the flow and you want to be cool so you playing like you like what everybody else like but that's not really what fulfills you so you going on trips to places that you're not interested in to take some pictures to say you've been here because that's the hot shit meanwhile 
you could be backpacking in the Himalayas because that's what you were meant to do to take some photos and you might have could have been a, a, a famous photographer and go down in history but you're too busy going to Miami and Vegas with everybody else. You and know some, what I wanna... And sometimes uh, many of us don't recognize it until some transition in life. Like you, you always mentioned that you Cali boy, grew up in the streets, gangs and stuff. At that time, you might have felt like that was your authentic self, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I but then, right. I ain't then, had no more information. And so then you had different experiences <laughs> as you got older that you're like, wait a minute, even if that is my authentic self, I don't want that, that like, authentic part, self it's anymore. It's part of my story, but really, sure. if I got the information, you know, I was extorted. You know what I'm saying? They, mm -hmm. they put a banana in my tailpipe on that shit. You know what I'm saying? I was about a number. You right. know what I'm saying? I was about a number. You know what I'm saying? And every time I got locked up for the hood and everything like that, hey man, can I get can I get a ramen? Where was the transition? Though, where was the transition? The transition. What, what it, what the transition was the last time that they put handcuffs on me. You know what I'm saying? The last time I went to prison, they put handcuffs on me. You know, and I knew. And, and then uh, I'm in there talking to the judge, fighting for my life. I was up under the L. They had an L on me, right? Your habitual L, right? Mm. You know, and uh, I'm in there talking. I mean, the public pretender had nothing to say. I mean, he, man, he can go and sit over there. And I wanted to dress, because I'm fighting for my life. I'm not going to let nobody else that don't even look like me fight for me. You know, I'm still about that life at that particular time. Mm -hmm. So I went in there and I spoke for myself. And I got a mouthpiece. I got some wind about myself. So I, you know, and I did no courts. I was a, I'm an expert at courts. <laughs> going to court and, and navigating right. through courts and, and <clears throat> prisons and stuff like that. So what I did, I asked for a certain amount of time, and I'll clear his docket. So, and, 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 and he, oh, you mean go back to the streets and get them, them? No, 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 no. He had three crimes on me, all oh. felony. I said, bring them all together, run them concurrent, you know what I'm saying, give me 15, you know what I'm saying, and let me go on and get out to court, save y'all some money. Uh, so you'll you, be done with that. No, when you put an L in front of me, I'm finna, man, you're finna spend all the money mm -hmm. because we're going to separate each felony and have three different court dates and three different juries. You know, I'm going to make you spend money. You know what I'm saying? Because you're going to kill me anyway. And, but, and I remember you saying that after that, your time in jail or in prison is where you started to do introspective work. I did work. the work. Right, mm -hmm. where you started to recognize, hmm, my authentic self up to this point, I don't like it. I don't, even if it was my true authentic, the I don't want to be that anymore. The start was this. The start was looking at what I was involved in at that particular time. And what I was involved in, I was still affiliated. Mm -hmm. And I was still, you know what I'm saying, shot calling and everything, you know, calling shots. Mm -hmm. So I had to look at that and it became unattractive to me. Sure. So, and you know that's what I'm saying. So, hopefully, we can have those experiences earlier on, or we can get access to information and resources, resources earlier on where we don't have to have that experience. But if not, most of us, mm -hmm. we're going to have that. We're going to have to have some kind of in experience like that where now we're in adulthood mm -hmm. and we're like, okay, I am forced to face myself. Mm -hmm. People don't, mm -hmm. we don't even know that we need to really face what's inside or not. So, mm -hmm. we now we get it. I'm for, I don't have nothing but time. Mm -hmm. To look mm -hmm. in this mirror, look on right. the inside and see what's going on with me. So again, going back to like, what do we do? My hope is that those of us that have the experiences and we recognize how important it is to know your authentic self, mm -hmm. then we start talking to younger folks. Like, okay, who are I? I hear people all day, every day, and twice on the weekends in my therapy practice say, I don't like myself, I hate myself, this and that and the other. Mm -hmm. And then I ask them this question, who are you? That's the and they question. stutter. They don't know. Because they don't know. And then I do this practice with almost every one of my clients over the past, okay, 
for the next few weeks or what have you, every single day, every single session, you're going to come in with something that, that describes who you are. The mm -hmm. good stuff, the bad stuff, the aspirational stuff, and then we're going to figure out, okay, what do we want to get rid of? What do we want to keep? The stuff that we want, but we're, we don't have, how do we get there? That's the process. We don't we don't understand the process or even know that we need to, to do the process until we get into a situation like that where you're in therapy or you're in jail or you're whatever your thing is. How you, old you, are these, these people you're? Old as heck. Oh, or te or oh, teenage. Oh, I mean, I work with everybody from okay. eight to, to up, so it, it just depends. The reason I asked that was, you know, if you're working with a child or a teenager, life is going to throw out so many different things that are going to govern who they really mm -hmm. are. Right? Mm -hmm. So, okay. So, if you're going to change over time, if you're going to evolve over time, you do the practice as many times as you need to. Mm -hmm. Right? And I, the, parent, the adults that I do that practice with, I encourage them take this home and do this with your kids, mm -hmm. your nephews, your cousins, your friends, the folks that everywhere that you're at, do this with more people so that we get the core, in the practice of it. Because who is the, who, what is the core of who you are? is how you're going to operate in society if you know who the core yeah but we don't know that see, because we're see, not Carla, taking Carla, that Carla, Carla brought up something right there you know what i'm saying the core and there's an avenue to the core you know and um mm -hmm. the only avenue to the core is something that tanisha brought up and um it's um accountability mm -hmm. because you cannot mm -hmm. get to the core of your true authentic self if you don't hold yourself accountable right. and tell tell yourself yeah. the, the truth, truth about yourself. because uh, while you guys were talking i was looking at myself because i didn't want to take a look mm -hmm. because they told me i was fucked up long mm -hmm. time ago mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying they told me you know what i'm saying remember they put my ass because i was light-skinned in the 60s you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying so i didn't like the skin that i was in mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. and that, all the little name callers, the aunties used to do, and this and that and the other, they didn't have no good information. So, you know, so get your little red ass somewhere and sit out. Mm -hmm. Oh, that stuff didn't make me feel good about myself. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Why well, I got to be the only red mama up here, mm -hmm. you know? But, I, but did you recognize that that was, you know, possibly becoming an insecurity at the, when you were of young? Of course not. But it was exactly. a developed. Right. Of course not. Exactly. All I got, all I got exactly. is school information. Exactly. That's yeah. all I got. Ain't nobody sitting down, do give me no game, right. ain't, no, ain't no man right. sitting down. Right. A man has never given me any things or any tools or any Ooh. conversation in my life. Ever. And that's common. Until recently. Okay. And that is common that. in our culture. Mm -hmm. Men are not passing on game to the next generation. Or they're not equipped these to pass on. These daddies are not showing up for these kids. You know, it's just, it's way too common. But we know, we know where where it comes from. You know, we can we can trace it all the way back. It's systematic. It started with the buck breaking. You know, we was in the slave quarters and Massa came in and snatched the wife and screwed her in front of her husband and he couldn't do nothing. He's standing there scared to death because he's going to kill him and then him in front of his wife and now me as the wife, I'm pissed. I'm mad and I don't respect my husband anymore because you can't even keep me safe, you sorry ass. And so now, he whooping my because he ain't got no control over his own life. Master's his his master. So the only thing he can do is whoop my ass to feel like a man. Mm -hmm. What? And now, 400 years later, however many years later we're removed from it, <coughs> not 400 years, but here we are. And it, it's mirroring that time. The, the father is absent from the home, and when he is there, he's abusive. 
but he ain't talking to his homeboys like that. He ain't bucking on them, bucking up to them, them boys in the street that's treating him like a hoe. He ain't bucking up to his boss. <laughs> he gets a mouse and shucking and jiving all over the office to get that check if he goes to work. You know what I'm saying? And if he's not being a father to his child, then who is teaching his son how to be a man? More than likely, it's that single mama. So now I got to be daddy too. So now I'm I'm operating in my masculine energy and not my feminine energy, and I can't get a man because I'm too damn masculine. Well, it's your weak ass fault. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Absolutely, damn. I really feel like the state of where now we are as a say? people um, <laughs> that that our black man is highly responsible for it. But that it's systematic. It's not an issue of pointing fingers, it really is just how we got to be where we are as a whole. When you look at how society is so broken down and what we value nowadays within mm -hmm. our community, it's sad. I wanted it, to, it, so um, make, it, it's not surprising that black men haven't passed down information, access resources no. to you because how, how could how they, can when they this is, that? you know, when, when this is a, a common collective experience. <laughs> now we always have exceptions and then we become the exception, you know, when we do the work. But that, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. It's, it's disheartening to hear, but it makes a lot of sense. Now he doesn't want to talk about it. Now he doesn't want to face it. Now he doesn't want those things to be unearthed. That's why mm -hmm. you can't have that transparent conversation right. because he doesn't want to feel it. Right. He does not want to face that this is the bullshit that you have raised our sons and our daughters in, and we can't. We can't we can't shift this. And then the common you're not willing to talk about it. The you're common conversation between black men and black women women were pointing the finger <coughs> at each other. Well, whose fault is it? Well, who does this more? Who cheats more? And whose responsibility is That's it? What we're and we're right having now. the fifty fifty conversation and it might not always be fifty fifty <laughs> and, and these rules and all of this, but where is the foundation? You got to have a foundation, even though your household is going to be run different than yours, different than mine, there has to be framework. Mm -hmm. And it has to be shared. It has to be, you know, taught. We have to learn it from somewhere. But, but where do we get it from? Because we're still trying to heal from the past. And instead of healing, we're blaming yeah. each other. Mm -hmm. Men are blaming, the, the daddies is blaming the mamas and the mamas is blaming the daddies. But how do we heal from that? Where do we, where do we begin? Because it, it's systematic. It's like hmm. a snowball effect. One thing affects the next thing affects the next thing. Domino effect. Domino Jesus. effect, not a snowball effect. Yeah. Tanisha, you even got quiet in the studio over there. Man, yeah. I didn't have so many doggone thoughts <laughs> and uh, wanted to touch on everything that everybody was saying. But um, I just want to um, kind of shine a lens from a, from a standpoint of um, things coming full circle. Um, so I live in Maryland, I work in Washington, D.C. And it's said that um, women in the DMV are, we call it the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Women in the DMV are oh, the highest paid. Motor vehicle. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> the highest paid and the most educated. Mm -hmm. And you know, I'll go as far as saying, I feel like that is around the nation. That black women are, um, there. there's more, Female, black female entrepreneurs than there ever has been. Mm -hmm. We have more education. The majority of us are master degree, doctor degree, so on and so forth. And because of that, we're high, high earners. But I feel as though, because we've had so many past generations of being able to perfect this thing called black woman. So many generations of perfecting it. 
you know, I just think about, you know, my mother and my aunts and, and their mother and the, the, the struggle to, to be more, do better, to, to compensate for the lack thereof, to compensate from the absence of the man in the home, mm -hmm. to compensate for teen pregnancy, um, you know, drug addiction, you know, all the things that we've had to endure to get to where we are now. And just to have our men feel as though um, we won't respect them because we make more money than them mm -hmm. or they're intimidated or they don't want to act in their masculine energy they they almost prefer us to carry um, masculine energy they they want us to be 50 50 mm -hmm. you know they don't want to open doors open doors they don't want to pump gas you know um, and then they want to sit and ask you um, oh if you're so great why are you single if you're so great, why are you single? If you're so accomplished, if you are the epitome, epitome of womanhood, why are you single? And honestly, I'd like to turn the question back around on them. Why are you why, single? And why, why, why am I single, in a sense? Oh. Why your paper ain't right. Why you ain't got your stuff together? Why do you lack esteem and self-assurance and that gumption and that get up and go and that ambition so that we can be equals? Wouldn't it be their own fault if they if they have not, or can they just continuously blame the woman and where she is for their lack of getting up and It's only I, one um, man on this I, panel. I, I, I'm just honestly, I, um, see what he got. I, I um, thank you, Tanisha, for sharing that. Um, I feel that um, a man that um, shows up to a woman in the capacity that she just described mm -hmm. is a boy. Mm. See, there's two things in a male species. Either he gonna show up as a man or he gonna show up as a boy. You know what I'm saying? A man gonna hold it down and what his queen is rocking with, he gonna, shit, he gonna cheer her on. You know what I'm saying? I don't care, I, I, I've been with women make more money than me. I've been with men, women make less money than me. Mm. Don't matter, it's mm -hmm. just how you show up as a woman Absolutely, me. absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So that those factors don't mean nothing because see, we come together to make a union, to make a family, so it don't make no difference of who make the most money or who right. do what I'm, in the I'm gonna have to hand clap you. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to you know go and give you a little hand clap. About, it's about me building a family, putting everything that we got. If I got a nickel, she got a quota, let's put this together, we got 30 cents. How we gonna work right. with 30 cents? You got a plan? I got a plan. Mm -hmm. Let me share my plan. Then you share your plan, and we'll meet at the crossroads. Okay? Mm -hmm. And let's yes. get this thing going. And what? And what I heard you say? Tell the other brothers that. What I heard you say <laughs> is, okay. it doesn't matter what I am bringing to the table as a woman, because that's not going to change you being a man. Mm -hmm. Oh. No. So, I mean, mm -hmm. you know, they're like, well, what see, do you bring to the table? Nah, what does it, it matter? See, it's a man's responsibility. It is a man's responsibility. No, no, I'm excited about this. Is this is the stuff I love right here? It is a man's responsibility to know when he approaches a woman. You shouldn't approach a woman in the first place if you ain't got your shit together. Your foundation, your foundation should be right and tight, no matter what level of life you are. You know what I'm saying? Your name should be on your lease. You know what I'm saying? You should have you, you, uh, reliable transportation mm -hmm. and, and, and revenue coming in. Mm -hmm. Come on. You know? Okay. Let, let's see what you're saying. Yeah. Now, the grassroots. When you, when you engage with a woman, you know what I'm saying? One of the first things that you know as a man that you want to lead with is communication. 
Don't leave with don't leave with your your D or whatever. Don't leave with your your, your tongue. Don't leave with you know what I'm saying. Okay. Trying to be fly this and that. Leave with your conversation because see your conversation is gonna open up some doors to this woman, man, that you ain't never explored yet. Because once you are open in conversation with a woman, and then she's in, she's showing up as her true authentic self, some magic shit gonna happen, man. Some magic shit gonna happen because see they go instead of this just like Red said all this back and forth about this, then she'll submit. Absolutely. The submission ain't got nothing to do with no physical shit. Oh, it's a mental yeah. thing. Yeah. She <laughs> said, well, shit, you know what he doing. Yeah. That's, that's, for, that's when yeah, she starts me to trust you. Now. When she starts to feel as though she can, you know, that, that she can trust you with herself. Mm -hmm. That she can trust your decision-making skills. That she, you know... That she's going to be taken care of. Right, wrong, or indifference. Absolutely. In your decision making. Mm -hmm. Right, wrong, or indifference. Because we're, not, we're, we're yeah. fallible human beings. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you know what I'm saying. Going in as, as a leader, not Absolutely. trying to switch the subject, you know what I'm saying. You Men, you have to communicate, you know what I'm saying. You know, when a woman says, you know, okay, we're at this point and I need to share some information with you. Mm -hmm. hey, what's that, baby? You, know, um, you show me some things, I'm going to let you leave. Not let, but I'm, I'm, I'm a, you're leading. We want to. We want to. I'm going to follow. But she must understand, even coming to that point that you know what I'm saying, in that leadership, he is a fellow human being. Mm -hmm. And he needs to make sure that she's engaged in the conversation mm -hmm. of the moves. Right. And she does have a voice in the move. Absolutely. But he has the final but word. But she's the support right, element. Right, wrong, or indifference, because he's going to make mistakes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But just be by his side in the mistake and build it back up. Let's go. Absolutely. So I, so I have a, a point to make to something you said earlier, but then you just brought it back around. So I, I'm going to say, from the mental health perspective, I'm going to say something that not everybody's going to agree with. I agree with what you said as far as what, you know, people ought to have their basics covered before da 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 and I know that that is not the most common experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense why people, women always or tend to say, I don't even know why men would approach me and you don't got your this. Why wouldn't he? Okay. Everybody has a Maslow's I'm hierarchy sure of need. Everybody yeah. has a, a need to belong. <laughs> Everybody wants to be loved, whether I'm broke, busted, disgusted, or something dif some different. It makes sense. But then what comes in is the communication. Okay, person trying to approach me, or okay, homeboy, you trying to shoot your shot up there? What, where your lease at? What, what, mm -hmm. where, where your stability go? Absolutely. Oh, you don't have it? Oh, and you don't want to hear this because you're used to the bullshit? We gonna break through that. We no, gonna okay. keep talking about come on this. Through. Come, come on, on nephew, come on cuz, come on. And, or if I'm the woman in the situation, instead of being so offended, and so like uh, Red just said, everybody's offended, about, instead of being so offended, I understand why you would shoot your shot at me and you don't have nothing. Go, I understand. It's not going to work right now. But I understand it. And I'm going to try to help you regardless of whether or not it's for me or for a different situation. I'm going to try to help you. This is, this is not how you, this is how you create strife between women and men is by doing this. This, is, this is how you do it differently. This is, this is how, oh, okay. And then we go at each other in those ways. We break those barriers down. And then that brother or that woman or whomever, because I think women need to have themselves together too. Everybody, everybody needs to have themselves together, mm -hmm. right? Then they can say, okay, now I have goals. Like you said, who, has, who makes the most money is not necessarily a thing, but now I have goals and now I have an action plan because somebody mm -hmm. took the time, whether it be a person I was trying to shoot my shot at or my homie or whatever, somebody took the time to help me to recognize help me that I had some stuff mm -hmm. that now I need to be accountable for. Mm -hmm. 
I like that. Yeah, and I, like I want to say, too. I want to say for the record, I want to say for the record, I shared my belief that I, I that I, I, I want to strengthen on myself and apply to myself because I know that. Uh, um, and the reason why I applied it to myself and I worked so hard to get to that point is the fact is I am you as a black woman I'm your protector mm -hmm. I was born that mm -hmm. no matter who you are you don't have to be my sister or nothing like that you or whatever the case may be that's real that's real I done pulled red to the side and told her I love her man any time she's around me you better believe she's protected and I told her that, and you know what I'm saying? And she got emotional, but it's just real. If I'm your protector, and I see myself as that, my true authentic self as that, why would I step to a woman half cocked mm -hmm. if I can't get her? That, that's not a protector. You know what I'm saying? If, I, if I'm solid on all my foundation areas, you know what I'm saying? But therefore, if she fall, I got her. You, you really just said a lot. I totally agree. Mm -hmm. You really just said a lot, and I think that if as women we carry that with us as we you know go about our dating life and those were the principles and that was the perspective that we look for i think things would be a lot different and protection is not just about i'll be somebody oh absolutely not yeah absolutely not yeah protection protection is protection is just what i just did absolutely yeah. i let you guys know yeah. That I got you. I'm yeah. here. Anytime yeah. you're in my presence, yeah. I got you. When I had that conversation with her, I needed to let her know that. Right. Yes. Because see, we had yes. our, our, our acquaintance has gotten closer. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So therefore I need to let her know that as a black woman walking the face of the earth, mm -hmm. that is she anytime she's in my in my presence, mm -hmm. I got you. And mm -hmm. that's not something that I should have to damn assume. No. And that's mm -hmm. something within dating I need to tell you that. that has it, it, it really irks me, and it's very common, I've found. Speak your piece. State your business. I should not have to guess yeah. where I stand. I should not Absolutely. have to assume mm. that if I need you, you'll be there. Mm. You need to speak that into me, just like you encourage your, your children and you build Absolutely. them up. As your woman, if you want to be the man, you're the one with the big dick, you're the one that's supposed to be leading the situation, then I need you to stand up like a man and tell me, assure me that I can I can count on you. Give me examples of how you stand yes. to be here for me. Don't mm -hmm. tell me you want to move in with me, but you haven't given me any examples of what life with you is going to be like. Mm -hmm. You need to show me something now. Mm -hmm. I'm not a gold digger because I expect you to grease my palm. Right. I don't want you to break me off and trick on me. I want you to show me who you are before I decide to really allow you into Absolutely. my inner sanctuary. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You have to earn that, and you have to um, provide action to show me that. You can talk all day long, yeah, but I need good. to That's see what thing. you are about, yeah. or I ain't trying to hear none of that. Mm -hmm. Y'all already know we didn't got, we didn't got, we didn't got, we didn't, I'm going to let you start off, I'm going to let you open the back up. You know what it's getting, it's getting warm up in here in the throne, I, yeah, I told you it's going to get warm up in here. 
Red and Ari got she all switching over in the seat and everything. We'll be right back because we're gonna listen to our family of sponsors. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Hey y'all, it's Natalie Wilborn, author, licensed professional counselor, and host of Freedom of Speech Sunday's Open Mic. I wanted to tell y'all a little bit about some of the things that I have going on. I wrote this incredible book, Counselor's Poetic Guide Through the Grief Journey, that is going to help you get through any death loss or grieving experience. You can find it on my website, www.wedohealingthings.com. You can also find more information there about events, body butters, and Freedom of Speech Sunday's open mic. Again, the website is www.wedohealingthings.com, your site for all of your mental health and emotional health needs. That's www.wedohealingthings.com. to fitness. You thought it was just a fad? No, it's a movement. Constantly working to encourage confidence no matter your journey. So Ms. Shonda Amy, owner and founder of Restored to Fitness, has come out with the Waist Center Trainer, an all-new body shaper made with three rows of sculpting. Yes, three rows of sculpting to target the upper, middle, and lower trouble areas. And we're not stopping at 6X like most competitors. With Shonda Amy being a certified ab and core specialist, all sizes matter at Restored to Fitness. So you can get your own waist center trainer from a small to 12X. You heard it right. If your goal is to do something about your waistline, then the center is your solution. Never before has there been a waist trainer that goes from size small to 12X until now. Because Restore to Fitness works with real measurements and real sizes from real people. And fellas, you don't have to feel left out on this one. The waist center trainer from Restore to Fitness is excellent for back support, stomach control, and the tight compression can also assist with physical training. Experience the Waist Center Trainer from Restored to Fitness and start reaching your body goals today. Contact Restored to Fitness at 817-726-2468. That's Restored, the number two, Fitness at 817-726-2468. Restored to Fitness. Welcome back to the throne. We're talking about these relationships on here. But I just wanted to say this, finish the end is, he, he needs to, we were talking about approaching a woman and you're not getting yourself, having yourself together. But he, I said, it, you don't need to get into a relationship because there's so much work. But I do understand you want to get your nuts out the pond shot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so just be honest. If you see somebody that that's attra- you're attracted to, be honest. Go, go, go cordial, have a conversation. But let her know, hey, I'm at this pinnacle of my life where mm-hmm. I got a whole lot of work to do with myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking to engage into a relationship because that'll be a, a unfairness to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to, you know what I'm saying, hang out with and you for a so while. And that's so missing. You know like, you saying? don't know if I'm And then if, if you come to the point of, 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 of intimacy or whatever, or, well, just, just ask. You know what I'm saying? She can say yes and she can say no. More times or less, if you approach her like that, as sometimes she's she's gonna, she'll respect it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If she don't have no religious hangups. But I feel like anything, I feel like anything outside of doing that is giving me opportunist vibes. Mm-hmm. And and there's a lot of opportunists out there. There's people that cannot stand on their own accord and feel as though they can get through life or or, or get ahead in life. And so I need a little help from you, and I might need a little help from you too. So I think, like like I said, anything outside of what you just just described, I feel like is an opportunist. But don't show up to me, lad. 
Can I get a choice in the matter? A level of confidence that unfortunately a lot of people don't have, right? And, and the word risk came up. That's risky. Absolutely. Right? How, is that, how is that risky? Because oh, wow. The person can say, okay, good luck on your journey. You're getting yourself together. I'm going over here. And or the vulnerability. You got to take, you got to take yeah, those. Yeah. But the vulnerability, too. If you're if you learning how to box, man, you're going to get hit. Right. I agree. But what I was saying, what I've said before that, that um, men have beat me up about or tried to is that men have a hard time taking risk that is likely for them we don't to, like rejection. to not, right, right, to, to end in rejection you or sure not in. get the reward that they want, and, and which is then why we get this lie, this facade, <laughs> this you know, taking it, this opportunist mm -hmm. or whatever, because a lot of men are not taking that risk to say, you know what, I am going to show up as my authentic self. Mm -hmm. And my authentic self is like, I just got out of a tough situation where I don't have myself together. I'm interested in you. And I know I would like for you to be interested in me, but if so, you're going to have to take this risk with me and, and wait until I get myself No, no, Natalie. No, I, I disagree. Oh, I disagree. Oh, what would you disagree oh, with? I disagree. What you disagree with? For the simple fact is this, you know, um, that right there, that scenario that you brought in was, was good. up to a point. I was rolling with you. I was rolling with you. But the part that you said, take this journey with me. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother level right there. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that conversation need to be had because you don't even need to be trying to have no journey with no woman at that <laughs> right, time. But, well, but, but in the event I'm, that he is, right, that is the conversation that right. needs to be had. Right. But he's going to get turned down over well, and over Well, not necessarily. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. I, may be, uh, I may be so into you that I am willing to take the risk. And we as black Initially, women are always trying Initially. to save a sorry, no good, down in the gutter, <laughs> Having that same conversation, say, hey, I'm, I'm at a, a bad point in my life, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, some crossing mm -hmm. some T's and dotting some I's in my life. Man, I'm digging you, though. And I'm yeah. digging you. And it's probably not the right time of my life to approach you, but I cannot let you pass by without at least letting you know that I dig you. But, you know, if we can just maybe go out a couple yeah. of times, you know what I'm saying, maybe be friends and start some friendship or something like that, I would love to have that opportunity and that opportunity for you to get to know me. And so now, now, now that's different. But when you say, but I would love for you to take this journey with me, you know. <laughs> so now you're talking about Whatever maturity. Authentic. And you're talking about being a responsible individual. So what you just described is maturity. So you are a, you're a mature individual that has assessed your situation mm -hmm. and determined that if you move forward or proceed with this relationship, more than likely it's not going to be successful because you, you, you're not in a position for it to be successful. I, you know what? And, 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 and it comes to this. You guys require a lot of attention. Okay. You know what I'm saying? As far you know, when I say you guys, I'm talking about you know. When, we need all the love it, languages. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, so when 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 a, when a man brings a woman into his life, you know what I'm saying. You got to know her fabric. 
Mm-hmm. And she needs to be told and reminded how beautiful she is and sexy she is and how smart she is and uh, your skin is so soft, man. You know, I all these. Yeah, I'm just saying. No, no. Throughout time, you know, saying you do need to pour into sure, her. Absolutely. You have to pour into her, and you can't pour into her if you ain't got shit to pour. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I and agree. Like uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that that person should do that. I'm saying that that is better than the the the, fa- the fake, the facade, the. Mm-hmm. And it and it's to be understood that if that that is what you want, even though you don't, you're not in a position to have earned it yet, because mm-hmm. everybody wants love. So it, mm-hmm. so to me, it does. It's not confusing. Why would you want a woman if you? Because everybody wants that, right? Or not maybe but, not everybody, but that's the go- so the that's that's the only point. I'm not disagreeing yeah. with you. <laughs> but when you say when you use the word the when you when you use the word <laughs> like, hey I'm digging you and everything and I just you know want you to take this journey with me to me that what that sound like to me it didn't even sound like journey it said it sounded like this. Hey, I'm digging you. You're looking good and everything like that. And uh, I'm struggling right now in my quick. life, but I'm putting things let me, together. Let me take you down hey, through there, right? Yeah, girl. You want you um to see that cliff over there? Let's mm-hmm. go jump off that cliff together. You know and if that's where you're really at, what I'm saying is say that <laughs> say versus it. the other. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's that's real. Real. That's that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to show up as your authentic self. And if authentically you're broke, busted, and disgusted, and you know that, and you want me anyway, tell me that. if you got the nerve, the nerve, the unmitigated God, <laughs> to approach me knowing your shit is wagging. Yes. If you have the nerve to come holler at me and you know your shit ain't together, then you have already mentally prepared yourself yeah. to be denied. You, yeah. you already know that this is a strong damn possibility. Because you sized me up before you walked your dusty ass out here to ask me to buy me one of these uh, house drinks. You know what I'm saying? You knew that. Mm-hmm. But everything is not always what it cracked up to be. I might look like this, but my house could be nasty. Listen. I could be, uh, I could have rode up here here in, in a dusty car that's parked way in the back of the parking lot, <laughs> and I spent my whole entire check on this outfit to come and catch me something. Oh, you don't know if my situation's raggedy too. You know what I'm saying? Well, I could so, be but one you of them, knew. like Red said, where I have a desire to yeah. to, to fix a project. Yes, yes. yes. I, I might want to fix a project that might fulfill me. That might be my mm-hmm. ministry is to go get these dusty things and get them ready for the next. <laughs> Yeah, and then, so you know, just, just be real because there are so many different people in the world, and there's somebody for everybody. Mm-hmm. But if you fake about who you are, yes. then you're gonna have to maintain that's that facade, yes. and that's where the problems Hard come in. Do. Because eventually, I'm gonna see you for who yes. you really are, Can and I now I have a problem with it because you weren't real with me from jump. But Can you I know, give you a personal experience on this? A personal. So I had a, a friend, a guy friend, years ago before I got married, who approached me kind of, sort of like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, poo, mm-hmm. we could be friends, we could be friends, um, we could be good, good friends. And, and, and it was a struggle because he wanted more, but he also knew, like, I really shouldn't even be talking to you, looking at you, but but I, I want this. And, and in that, in me having those conversations and trying to help him see things, he started a business. Uh, got himself together, got himself a, a, a car with his name on it, a place to stay. It still wasn't for me. It still wasn't for me. But right? he said a car with his name with his on it. His name on the whatever that is, Lisa, whatever it is. Got a, got himself a place to stay, a business, a thriving business. 
um, to, go, went from living on somebody's couch to having his own stuff and, and getting himself together. So, and I don't, uh, God, God bless him. He, he, <laughs> he had other areas where he, the facade and the lies. And I was like, we can't even be friends. Look at this at this point. But saying that to say, I encouraged him and empowered him. Show up to me as your authentic self. Mm-hmm. You know, don't think because I because I already know mm-hmm. it's bull crap. Like, right. I can, I can it's obvious. That I can feel you it, don't want to believe in your bullshit. Right. And he took the risk with me. Felt safe. Took the risk with me to say, okay, yeah, no, I'm I'm mm-hmm. down bad. I'm struggling, but I have goals. I have, and I'm like, well, I can be your friend through that. And and, and, and listen, you know, and if something you did him a the, favor, right? If the chemistry catches that or something, forward. then you know, mm-hmm. I don't know the future. The chemistry never caught for me like that, so. Keep and it, keep it going. The but can be served, and it's time to get the snack. right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. That risk, taking that risk, a lot of people are not willing to take that risk. A lot of men, in my opinion, are not willing to take that risk, like because, like you said, f- that fear of rejection. Uh huh. And to me, this is why I got beat up. I'm like, that's a punk move. I said, mm-hmm. I was like, that's that's a punk move. That that that's a punk. You a punk. And they were like, you call it, man? You know what? And this has not happened in, in a very, very long time, but it just came to my came to my memory when you were talking right now. I, it's been a lot of time. You know, I, you know I, I, I've done some things in my life. And uh, I remember young in 20s and whatever the case may be, 30s or whatever, you know, going to clubs or whatever and, and shoot my shot and you know, whatever, you know, and you know, you know that, 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 Right there, that dismissal, that dismissal. right there, mm-hmm. that that's more powerful than another man hitting me in my job. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> uh, like, or however you want to map like that out, that's just dismissal. Uh, instead of giving me the opportunity to say, no, thank you, you know what I'm saying? I'm really, really tired right now, but thank you. And uh, actually, I'm taking that as a compliment that you came to ask me to dance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then again, you do have the men that, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're a stuck up asshole, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that'll respond like that, and that's probably pretty And so now it's a, a default response for us to be like, uh uh-uh. like I don't even want to be bothered. I'm not even here for that. Correct. But I feel like both perspectives is a battle of the egos. I think for a okay. woman to diss a man, and to be rude and disrespectful to him and not be able to communicate, you know, what she really wants to say in a respectful way is her ego showing up. Mm-hmm. And so in response to that, the male ego has to show up. And on the other side of ego, two sides of the same point is insecurity, right? If yes. I'm secure in myself, I don't have to put you down. Even if I Absolutely. don't like who you are approaching Absolutely. me, I can say, oh, thank you for the compliment, brother. I'm not interested. Absolutely. And Absolutely. But if I'm insecure, then I have to, oh, or whatever. <laughs> and so everybody else can see I'm getting attention, yep. but really I'm insecure. And then on the, the flip side for the male you know, perspective as well. So yeah, the mm-hmm. ego, but really it's insecurity. That's the other side mm-hmm. of that. I had tricks for him, though. <laughs> I walk up and be about did. four of them, right? Of course you did. Oh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Jokester. I had no. I, I had tricks for them, so I be about four of them, right? And I've been already been eyeballing them across the club and everything like this. Y'all, this is my past now, and uh, I'll make my move over there. They already know I'm coming, you know. And um, instead of me asking the finest one or the flyest one or the one that had the flyest clothes. Uh-oh. I get that outcast, that wheel. That makes you know the rest of them want you. Bye. I already know. Bye. You make your nickel slicks. <laughs> so I get, I get that one that, you know what I'm saying, they had to ask, really didn't want to come. You know what I'm saying? That's you can tell the way she dressed. Right she really don't have no club clothes or nothing like Stand that. And I just, I just wing right through that. Hey, hey. He's coming with that hey, boo. Hey, that's what he we like. Y'all hear And they stuck. They're like, you mean he, he went through all of us to get hurt? 
But they they saying it in their mind. But then I take her to the floor and we dance. We having a good time and everything like that. So now throughout my night, I got my pick of any one of them. Yeah, they strategizing now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad you matured. <laughs> I'm so glad. Just that's messy. What they do. That is Just what they messy. messy. That, that is. That is. That is. Carla, bring something up. What you got? How's um how's the um the planning of your um your um the questions and the questions and it's going well. I'm looking forward to it. Um what we want to do is bring men as a panel and we want to bring women in as an audience to ask whatever questions they have of this panel of men and unfiltered and they are going to be so transparent so these men are going to be selected we've already had a pre-screening yeah. on it yeah. we know you're gonna be honest yeah. and so we want to just bring some healing mm. you know to the table we mm. want to bring some transparency we want to really open up some things and women just want us want men to be honest mm -hmm. and we're going to guarantee the women in that audience, honesty. See, she just brought up something right there. Mm -hmm. and I'm going like, to get in there now. Yeah. I'm going to get in there how, now. We know how to maneuver. If y'all not being real with us about where y'all stand and how y'all feel about the dynamic between men and women. Yeah, she said, She said, you know, back to what Red said, you know, it's the thing about men and women or whatever the case may be. Carla just brought it up. We just want y'all to be honest, you know what I'm saying? True. And I and I do I I've, I found out in life, you know what I'm saying, that the honesty uh, get more out of a woman. Cause not that I want something out of a woman, but uh, more attention, more authenticity. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? More communication, more of the things that men like, the smiles and all of that stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And respect if you tell mm -hmm. her the truth. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So the, I, I'm not taking away from that. <coughs> True, but. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of difficult. <laughs> it's kind of difficult being honest with an individual when you can't get a word in. I'm going to shoot that right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is. Was going to bring me to my second point. The women that we're going to select. <laughs> going to pre-screen the women as well. We want to bring some, what do they say, serious inquiries only. You know, mm -hmm. we, we don't want you to come with, well, I, and he, and I just want to know, and, well, I mean, we don't want to bring the, that kind of controversy, you know what I'm saying? We, we want it to be balanced. Mm -hmm. So we there'll want, be rules of engagement. Absolutely. Yes. We're going to have some mediators there, you know, as well. So, yeah. Will I, there be topics? Well, I actually did a survey and sent out the survey. 65% mm -hmm. of the audience, 65% of the participants believe that the reason relationships don't last is because of unhealed trauma. So that's going to be the, the main focus. Yeah, that'll be the, uh, actually, I'm, I'm, we're actually only in this together, mm -hmm. putting this together. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be the foundation of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And uh, one of the things that I envision on it is maybe have a couple of professional uh, uh, therapist there mm -hmm. just to you know what I'm saying to 
nego negate to to where um because I have to stay solution orientated. Yes, yes. So you know we're gonna have some. I mean I'm on a panel also, so we're gonna have some replies. But you know you need that um, those eyes and ears on the outside of you to give you that authentic information. Mm -hmm. And I want to mm -hmm. get a couple of professionals in there on that yeah. too. I know some male therapists that oh, I can cool. reach out to. I don't know if they'll say yes, but I yeah. know some <laughs> that y'all can at least reach out. Some brothers. Yeah. Well, I want to thank y'all for being on the show today. My co-host showed up today. I didn't have to. I didn't have to chase y'all down through the Dallas Fort Worth <laughs> Metroplex this week. You know what I'm saying? I chimed in. I mean, I mean, I said, okay, I got to be three. I, we can roll the show out with three. Last time Red was in the studio and Ashley Natalie was in the studio. I think Carly, the three of y'all were uh -huh, in here. We had a woo, we had a bad ass. Head. This has been a good show today, though. This, this has been a great show. A lot of great topics. Tanisha. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for being on the panel today. Yeah, this is, this thank is you Red for having January's me. best friend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Been Close to 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. And, uh, That's beautiful. Thank you. you. You brought it. You brought it today. You thank know you. Welcome, it was so welcome. much fun. Love to have intellect on the panel. Different yeah. perspectives. It's yeah. walks of life. That's what it's about. That's yeah, let us know when you come down to visit next time. Let's put something together. You Definitely. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know? Yeah, huh? this one here. <laughs> 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 this one here. Carla, thank you. You know what I'm saying? You're welcome. And welcome. You. you know what I'm saying? Thank you. You know, you got uh, great. Natalie, tell us, okay, how many months are you now? I'll be technically seven. You know, pregnancy months and weeks are different, but I'll be technically seven <laughs> months tomorrow. Actually. Oh, wow. Little girl. Little girl. Awesome. Uh, Y'all yeah, come out tomorrow too. Uh, my last um, open mic of the year, Freedom of Speech Sundays, first and third Sundays from six to eight. So y'all come out, come out, come out, and get on the stage. Even if you're not a poet, if you sing, dance, do tap dancing and fireworks or magic, okay. whatever you do, come I on juggle. out. Juggling, all of that. Oh, yep. No. <laughs> but yeah, we said months tomorrow. She said, I juggled, then she did it like this. <laughs> and everything started juggling. Count on you. Everything started juggling. I'm like, okay, South was that? Arlington, 1402 South Arlington. I mean, it's 1402, um, 1402 West Mayfield, South okay. Arlington. Um, six to eight. Doors open at five thirty. Free wine, okay. free refreshments, and the mic is always open. So. Y'all don't want to see me on no wine. Man. Red, what's going on? Man, I'm living life out here. Man, it's been a hard ass year for me, y'all. This year, I have been under a rock. I have really been just chilling in the cut, really healing. I lost my grandmother last January, and that was hard for me. Like she was the one that held me down when I was on my little sabbatical she had my kids and kept them together and brought them to visit me you know and all that stuff and mm -hmm. she just is really why I am the way I am in so many areas of my life and it's really really been a hard year just financially family dynamics all the shit that could happen Murphy's Law anything that can happen will happen yeah. it happened this year but um, I'm blessed and I'm in a good place and I have love and I have family and my unit is tight as ever and I'm, you know, I'm stable and I'm healthy and so sh that's all that matters. Get back mm -hmm. on this fairy drip business and mm -hmm. uh, bricks in the wall. We got some shows coming up um, January 7th. We got the Granada. January 14th we've got Arlington Music Hall. Come see us. We always uh, put on a great show. Give me a chance to rock out and do my thing. Yeah, that Arlington Music Hall, they remodeled it too, you know what I'm saying? So it's it's um it's just nice. 
Yeah, I'm just just out here throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what's gonna stick. And I'm in the studio on Saturdays for this grown folk talk radio with King Charles on the throne. You know what I'm saying? I have to uh, put it out there, you know, this is a, a, a huge transitional time for King Charles, you know what I'm saying? I'm struggling and juggling with a few things in my life, you know, but... Are uh, you juggling too? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. Yet. <laughs> uh, uh, but I'm, 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 gra- I'm so grateful that uh, I got some tools Aww. today, you know what I'm saying? And not only that, I got some people in my life, you know what I'm saying, that I'm, not only I can reach out to, but also reach out to me. So, you know, that's great. King's last word. If I can leave you with anything, I'm going to leave you with this. You know, when you walk into the restroom, you know, there's a few things that's pretty much going to be in every restroom. You know, you're going to have a place to take a bath or shower. You're going to have a sink and you're going to have a place, a toilet, you know. But one thing that I need you to do is stay stay, and take a look at that damn mirror. Okay. And check that out, you know, and see that person in there. And ask that person that you see in the mirror, hey, I'd love to meet you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because if you never meet that person, you're really not meeting nobody else. Oh, wow. Everything that you do from that point on in your life or, or, or anything that you engage in in that point, any people that you engage with, any employment you engage with, any... Thing that you engage in to that point, man, it's not going to be you. Mm-hmm. The true value of a man is being your true authentic self. Amen. Be that at least today. Make it a habit next week. Made me a bit reckless I can't help but feel this 
deception made me all be reckless I can't help but feel this way And ever since I left you I've never once felt any regret